This is Miranda, and you're listening to OT Uncorked. I'm here at the 2019 AOTA Conference and Expo in New Orleans, Louisiana. There is so much energy and conversation happening in this convention center, as you'll hear pretty loudly in this episode, with over 14,000 OTs and OTAs gathering together. Amazing research is being presented this week, and it's a really energizing place to be right now. In this episode, I'll give you a glimpse into the action down here in the Big Easy. I met up with Lauren Sheehan from Neurolutions to talk about rehabilitation technologies and the role of OT, especially recently graduated therapists, in vetting the many cool technologies that are coming on the market. This is the second startup Lauren has been part of, and she is an incredible example of what it looks like for OTs to make a seat for themselves at industry tables where we belong but are often absent from. Lauren, why don't you introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about what you do. Yeah, so my name is Lauren Sheehan. I am an occupational therapist. I've been practicing for about 12 years now. Um, started in neuro rehab on an outpatient basis. Um, spent a little bit of time in administration and management. And my biggest kind of pain point um, always in the clinic was that people sort of didn't, uh, weren't able to get up to the level of intensity and repetition that we knew and that we continue to learn about, you know, is necessary for motor recovery. So patients would be frustrated. Um, some of them, I think, had kind of a mentality of come into the clinic and fix me. Um, and we know, of course, from a resource standpoint, we have fairly uh, limited visits to even be able to kind of scratch the surface. So all of those things kind of combined um, to take me in a little bit of a different path, which is uh, working as an OT um, clinical manager, researcher uh, in kind of within the technology industry. So taking my OT knowledge and planting that into um, a place where I can have an impact on the technology that's being developed for uh, really meeting the patient's needs, uh, the stroke survivors that are wanting to recover, that are motivated to recover, but just don't have the resources to be able to um, hit that level of intensity and mass practice that we know is necessary for their improvement. So it's really cool to hear about how you got into this role, that sort of a seat at the table in a lot of these te- the technology development. What have you noticed that you're bringing as an OT that wasn't already part of the discussion? Yeah, so the first company that I uh, worked for, I was actually the, the first clinician um, stateside. So it uh, was a company called Neefect, and the uh, main office was actually overseas. So. Um, I encountered the technology out working with a client in private practice and then really kind of advocated for a role with um, the company wearing that therapy hat and really being able to understand how the technology could translate into the patient's homes, what the barriers were in um, you know, in, in getting past some of the motivational challenges that we have with this population, um, in understanding how the clinic works. So it's really very multifaceted, um, the hats that I'm able to wear on the business side because I have been in management. I know how budgeting works in the clinics. I know what constraints 
both therapists and administrators are under to increase productivity and really, you know, have an efficient system. Um, I know that patients have limited visits and some of the patients I've worked with over the years are always looking for more. So just the perspective, I think, of the lived experience of both the clinician and the patient. And then, of course, all of the client factors. You know, when it comes to a piece of equipment that's put on to a patient, for example, um, one of the things we're looking at for uh, development in my current company is um, a holder for the device that we're developing. Um, how does a patient don a piece of equipment that's used for neuro rehab one-handed? Um, at what angle are they coming from? Are they sitting? Are they standing? Does that affect how um, you know they approach the equipment and their success with it? Because if you can't get the darn thing on, it's not going to be all that useful. So, I mean, really just always being the voice of the patient um, and understanding those different client factors that might make it difficult or easier uh, for a patient to actually access the piece of equipment. Um, we've worked with industrial designers to say, you know, um, for example, you know, this thumb piece on our orthosis needs to be able to be uh, moved by the patient, but we don't want it to be too movable because when tone kicks in, we don't want it to, you know, move inadvertently. So really kind of trying to hit that sweet spot, um, understanding the big picture of who's going to be using the device, all their different presentations, um, and then really speaking for them and doing the testing then to follow up and make sure that, you know, testing our assumptions, whatever they they happen to be. What do you see as a potential role for people who are recently out of school and really kind of taking advantage of some of the technological education that some of the younger clinicians have. You can't see me, but I'm clapping. <laughs> so, yeah, so how do you see younger clinicians taking a part in this, even if they are working a more traditional OT role at the moment? Yeah, so one of the, the things that, um, one of kind of the nuggets of information that has stuck with me over the last couple of years um, in coming to a bunch of these different conferences that I am able to attend um, in my role is that uh, RCTs that are technology related have actually exceeded those that are not technology focused. Um, as of 2016. So we're doing more in stroke recovery and stroke rehab that has to do with technology because we, I think, are starting to see as a profession that we can harness some of these, you know, components, whether it's robotics or FES or, um, again, the intensity and practice that we can get with some of these devices. Um, I think that new clinicians are going to play a pivotal role in both assessing the technology really from an understanding of research hopefully and, and really looking at and trying to vet this technology and there will be more and more saturation of technology in the field and what we understand about levels of evidence and minimally you know clinical differences in some of the different assessments Industry is industry, and, and oftentimes, you know, we, we um, not all companies, unfortunately, are doing sound research. And so, um, you know, the company that I work for, Neurolutions, is really focused on ensuring that our research is sound and that um, we have the clinical efficacy and evidence to support our claims about the products, but not all are created equal. And so I think it'll really take new savvy clinicians to weed through the evidence to ensure it's you know soundness and viability and then to really be product champions um, 
I think that's a huge role. I'm starting to see with some of these uh, different institutions um, roles specifically for assistive technology kind of point person. Um, a lot of times as an administrator, when I was in management, you know, clinicians would bring things to me um, that I wasn't aware of. So I think just knowing what's out there, getting their hands on it at things like AOTA where they can really see some of these products in action and asking for a demo, asking for um, an opportunity to hear about the technology, maybe to, to be a tester or to be a part of a market test, um, which is something that we'll have coming up um, over this next year. So there's so many ways, but it really just takes interest and inquiry. Um, so if there's a product that you, know, you as a clinician are interested in, inquire. What part could you potentially play? Um, and it's kind of amazing what inroads that leads to for someone that might want to get into the industry um, as an OT in the future. That's great, and it really does sound like a fairly low barrier to entry for people who are interested in this, like you said, starting out as that product champion or just inquiring, getting the process started. And when you were talking about the saturation in the market of new technologies that really advertise, they're going to revolutionize people's lives and stroke recovery, I think what you said is really helpful that people who are maybe have more of the evidence-based practice in their in their background as far as their curriculum and what they what they experienced in, in OT school can maybe better vet some of these technologies. In addition to what you've already said, any piece of advice you can offer to new clinicians to really be that voice among their colleagues when they're vetting many products that are coming in every week there's a new a new product being demoed. Uh, you know some of the institutions, and I think this is a great approach, are actually coming up with a process to vet equipment. You know, what are the levels of evidence? Who is it appropriate for? Um, kind of how far reaching in the population is it? And then actually a structure for testing. So if you bring the device into the clinic, how often is it used? What's the setup time like? How, you know, what kind of bugs or tech challenges did it pose? Um, I think just a systematic way, so sort of taking that research mindset and putting it on the evaluation of new technology. Um, I think the industry needs that. We expect that uh, with new devices that are coming out, and I think it really is helpful to kind of weed through all of the noise, so to speak, when it comes to just new pieces of equipment. It might be something you love, but maybe it only works for a subset of the population. So. It may be more useful to focus on something that has a broader reach, um, but just being able to really hone in on how it's used, um, who it's appropriate for, and set up time, of course, and clinician time is a huge part of that as well. Making sure that it doesn't derail you know, the clinician and their process because we know time in the clinic is so valuable. If you are here at AOTA or if you get a chance to attend other conferences, just play, play with equipment, um, inquire, ask questions, and if you're interested, like you said, Miranda, I think that's totally the case. It is a really low barrier to entry. Um, if it's something that strikes you, you know, bring it into your clinic. And often, particularly OTs that work within these companies, are hungry to, you know, work with clinicians and partners. So we're always looking to um, see who's going to be a good fit for the product and if they have ideas about how they'd like to see it used, you know, there might be some ability to partner in that way as well for the betterment of our patients. So it's exciting. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lori. Yes. And for more resources and to subscribe, visit me at otuncork.com. Thank you.